Little slice of peacocks in your pocket. Good evening and welcome to episode seven of the Wordsworth Weekly Podcast. Tonight, in footballing terms, we are down to ten men, as there is only three of us. I'm Adam White, I'm part of the analysis team at Taunton Town, and tonight I have the honour of introducing the most famous duo in non-league football, in the form of the Peacock's radio commentary team, Rich Wilcox-Smith and John Reed. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello, gentlemen. Good evening. Uh, that is a round of applause worthy. That's a brilliant I, introduction. I nearly butchered it. but It's fine because I can tweak out any little butchers. I'm in, boys. That was a good little speech. That's brought a tear to my eye, Ads. Thank you. So anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you have a great week. See you next time. Goodbye. And we're done. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we get that sort of intro if Max was introducing us. He wrote, wow. Right. My heart rate. Roof. I think think you're in the media team. I think think you passed the test. Well, we'll have to... Wait and see for one of the next games that Rich won't make it to, that Adam can take his place. I'm so happy with that. Buzzing. Yeah, that was right. good. <laughs> How are we both anyway? All right. Yeah, not bad, not bad. How are you? Yeah, all good. All good in the hood. Yeah, less stressed now you've done the introduction. <laughs> we've done the hard bit. We've got it we've got it out of the way first. And now now we can just revert back to type and have a good time. Here we go. Richard? I'm all good, boys. Yeah, very good. It's actually nice to actually see in a game of football. Absolutely right. Rich, just one thing. If you could just change your name to a slightly easier version so it's not as like elongated in the mouth, I've just found that trying to introduce you there was a bit sticky. So maybe next well, week we'll just go through like first name terms only. Up until last last year, mate. Oh, well, what are we now? Two years anniversary. Yeah. So up until two years ago, I was just Smithy back then. So much okay, easier. It's just, it's just easier. It's Rich Smith. Now it's Rich Wilcox Smith. Now it's exotic. Yeah, boy. I've Love gone it. The spicy pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> spicy pineapple. So we had a game of football that Rich actually attended. It felt like a long time, to be fair. I think me and Ad were saying this last week. It's even though, like, it was only what a two-week gap for me. It felt so much longer than that. Yeah, my so my last game was Chelmsford away, which was the twenty-eighth of October. Ooh, so almost a month. Yeah, and the date on Saturday was the what? 25th yeah so yeah pre- pretty much pretty much bang on four weeks um obviously it was due to have an operation at that time as well that didn't happen so i missed a game in the uh spc on that tuesday but all the other games were i had to i was unavailable and then just postponements it was tough but yeah it felt like a long time i hadn't been i had been to the scc since oh east Born? No, haven't. No, Hampton or Richmond. Hampton, Hampton Richmond. Richmond. You got there in the end. And literally, name I was going to name the whole team, the whole league. 
Hampton and Richmond was the last home game I went to. Yeah, and Richards was about uh, six months ago. Opening day of the season. <laughs> 1983. <laughs> That's the year he was born. <laughs> Steady. Six years Ste- later. Steady. Steady. <laughs> so, yeah, we played Worthing at the weekend. And before we get into it, I want to congratulate Mr. Adam White, who guessed correctly the score. Did he really? He yeah, did mate. say one all. He did say I Linton did. would score, but I did say that. we'll let him off with that. He got the correct result. So well done to Mr. White. Thanks, boys. Well done. Is that three Some points? Days. That's three points. Some, some days, days yeah, someone some needs days to... you're the windscreen. Some days you're the windscreen, and some days you're the bug. And that day I was the windscreen. So happy days. <laughs> but I think some I think Rich is gonna have to come up with the league table of I will. Yeah. Just because I'm not doing it. <laughs> I I add it to my Excel spreadsheet, don't worry. Yeah, but yeah. So should we talk about the game and how we played? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's... first of all, the lineup was a bit different, wasn't it? Compared to uh, uh, obviously Tuesday night at the, the trophy game, due to obviously the short notice of it. Um, I thought the lineup um, was more attacking, in all fairness. Which yeah, it was, because... I, I think I think there was a there was a bit of a statement that we were going to come in there. Uh... Come and sort of be the aggressors. We're at home. I thought I thought Tuesday night we played played well. Tuesday night we we were up against it in terms of circumstances. Tuesday night in London and all those things. So off the back of that, I I was really happy to see us put the performance that we did against Worthing. Um, come off a little bit thinking, how how do we not win that today? But when they scored and they went one the up, I was sort of thinking, no, like we've played so well, we have to get something from this game minimum, um, and we did. And I think there was there was definitely a bit of a it felt like a bit of a buzz around the little, around the ground as well. Late goal does that, and it was just rewards. Like we were very very good value for a point, and uh, I'd argue that we we deserve more. What did you boys think about Mal and? And Nat starting up front, because I'm probably going to, you know, surprising to you, you lot, but I thought Nat had a really good game on Saturday. No, I, I fully agree. I, I think he, as a as a number nine, I thought he was, I thought he was great for what was the other pitch, 65, 75 minutes, whatever. Um, I thought it was really good. I thought it was a threat. I thought his hold up play was great. Um, bringing people into play just. He's a handful, and he, he is most weeks. Um, would you want to play against him? No. He's going to he's gonna try and rough you up. He's going to try and tricks of the trade and all those things. Um, and then on Saturday, he just feeded out a goal. Then there's your man of the yeah, match. Yeah, I honestly thought that Nat was a contender for man of the match, to be fair. I know Guesty got it and got in team of the week, yeah. um, which is fair play for him, by the way. Um, second time this season. Joking it is. Team of the week. Yeah, it yeah. is. Opening, opening day. I just thought those two worked so well together because they're 
they're kind of a very similar player, aren't they? In a way. Yeah, they they both they both want to spearhead the attack. So when when we when we have different partnerships up front, one will come short, one will play off the other one, and and that happens here. But I think I think as a duo, they 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 were good. But it's one area of the pitch as well that I I feel like we've got tremendous depth in as well. Yeah. Like you can you can you can have an hour. Whoever starts up front, you can have an hour. You can have seventy minutes and just right. Come on, give me everything here. And I can imagine there are some some centre backs in the league that see and see the board go up and see the striker's number come up and they think, oh, thank God he's coming off. And then we bring on Pops or Ross Stern or or whoever insert name here, and they think, oh, now I got to deal with this. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's 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 an area where we where we do have good numbers and good good talent good ability for sure what did you make of the first half John I think I've slept since then so I've got to try and kind of remember <laughs> um... <laughs> I think cause we were saying in commentary in the first 10 minutes or so because I listened back to the commentary that's how sad I am uh, I listened back Not to every game <laughs> um we said in the first 10 or 15 minutes that this is a game that was set up where both teams um, were coming to not to concede. Did you, Did you feel that? Yeah, it, it it felt like, I'll let John obviously continue, but it felt as though the first 10 minutes of the game was very flat and both teams had set out oh, to not, basically not concede. Sorry, yeah. Their game plan their game plan was if we don't get an attack here, we'll just happily sit on the ball for 90 minutes. It seemed like they were like, right, should they keep hold of the ball, see what they're going to do with it? They, If they're going to come at us or if they're going to sit, we're going to see what happens. And that was both teams. And, it's like, and then after a while, it was like, oh, you know what? Let's just go for it. That's what it seemed like to me. It seemed like after the 10-minute mark, they hadn't conceded. Everyone was like, oh, this is boring. Let's just run at them. Yeah. I'm sure that's exactly how the game plan went as well. So we I'm, I'm guessing that was Rod Gray's <laughs> words and everything, yeah. yeah. Team plan uh, yeah. out the window. Who needs a plan? I, I, was, I, I was really um, like, taken aback, impressed. I don't know quite, like, don't quite know the ad- adjective, but Worthing's um, not so much their their execution, but their idea of just total football. In the it, it just from second one, everybody can have a touch of the ball. Everybody can play out. Everybody can. The ball is going to stay on the floor, and perhaps two or three times where we nearly pitched the ball off the keeper right at the edge of the box, and that's that true. The, yeah, that get that gets the crowd up. I think that then, I think that then encourages. Like any any opposition team, once they do that, but Worthing did not blink in that moment. They did not like. I was just part and parcel. This is how we play, and I was sort of like, "Fair play, you you you've got your philosophy, you you, you know your principles and how you want the game to be played, and you're going to stick to it." Yeah. And if it works, if it works, great. Um, but I see some teams at the top of the tree in the Premier League. 
and I watch Burnley and they, they do that and it doesn't work and they still don't change and I don't think Worthen will to be fair they've I, I can't remember the name of the manager Frick, Frick, Frickleton or something like that's that. right yeah. he's been at, he's been at Brighton um and you can see that and you can see that through the team and it was it was two teams probably at different ends of ends of the spectrum and it's set up to be a really entertaining game there was certain bits during the game that I wasn't impressed by both teams and their passing. A lot of it was, I'm going to pass to you, oh, I've given the ball away. All right, yeah, I'll run and get it back. Then I'll give the ball away again. But that was both teams. So kind of like the later it got, the more kind of panicky both teams got with trying to keep hold of the ball. Yeah. It, I don't know if that's part and parcel to do with the pitch. Pitch quite soft on it with, with the weather that we've had, but just talk about the pitch. Actually, he turned up on on Saturday. Look at the pitch. I think, wow. Yeah, I thought first first impression. Well, to be fair, the first impression that I got on Saturday was because I obviously park at my mum's house and walk across, and just how much of a facelift the ground looked. Yeah, yeah. With the new, I'm going to get the wording right now. I'm not get told off. The Somerset Campervan Co Stadium. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is, yeah. Um, I'm not calling it the SCC. <laughs> can't call it the um, SCC all the time because they have sponsored it for us to say their brand name. So if we just say the SCC, exactly. avoiding that completely. <laughs> yeah. But you walk across and there's a new sign literally right outside on the brickwork, just outside. Uh, there's a new on, on the fixture panel. And not also that, but above the bar the Cooper Associates um, advertising as well. The whole ground just looked brilliant. And as you said, I was walking into the ground itself and looking at the pitch, I thought, wow, this is going to be a great pitch for football. Yeah, it looked immaculate. And, and that bit about the bar, like I'd, on the on the roof, you mean, on the tiles on the roof? Yeah. I'd never, I'd never noticed that before. And I was like, I don't know if it's just because the sun was out as well and we were a little bit spoiled. And I just thought, oh, it just... Just really pleasing on the eye, wasn't it? It's like I I walked in and uh, Max turned around. And said, Have you seen the roof? I'm like, no. I, I was looking <laughs> down. I wasn't even looking up. We'll go outside and have a look at the roof. There's stuff on the roof. I'm like, all right, I'll go and have a look. And I was like, okay, there is stuff on that. It's quite impressive. But it was just really adamant. I needed to go and look at the roof. <laughs> Shout out to Max. Shout but how? Good, we'll talk about obviously the upgrades a bit later on. But how yeah. good was? the feeling in the bar before the game. Yeah, so good. It, it was and so good. different. It was nice. It, it looked great. You know, the whole um, bar had sponsorship up and there was the new paintwork behind and it was packed. Yeah, how many people do you think were in there? There were, I would imagine there are three figures in that bar. It was, it was round. Possibly. Like, my mum and wife came to watch and you see that they see the video that I think has gone on social media, um, of like, oh look at our bar. You see my mum in the corner watching Sky Go on her phone because she can't see. She I can't saw see that. The screen. Yeah. She can't see the screen, and but she didn't mind. She like there's just loads of people there, um, but that's great, isn't it, for the club? It's fantastic. Fair play to um Carl for getting the game on for Sky. By the way, yeah, what a guy. Shout out to Carl, masterstroke. Um, but yeah, going back to the first half, the first 25 minutes was when the game really got going because we had those two chances where 
um, it was Morgan and Guesty shooting wide and literally 30 seconds apart from each other. Yeah. And from there, I thought, here we go. This is when we're going to get on top, get on top. One and a half time, nil-nil. Yeah, it's 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 one of those. It, we were we were talking about it in the stand at, at halftime, and I referenced the Bath game, where I felt in the first half at the Bath game we were on top, or we definitely had moments where we were on top, but we couldn't couldn't put the ball in the back of the net, couldn't make the breakthrough, um, and I was a bit worried that I was like, I don't think Worthing are going to come out in the second half and be quite as open. Um, and they'll get spells in the game because they're a good team, and it was just it was one of those things. But I was really happy with how how well we stuck in the game and we stuck to our task, and never once did I feel like we were settling for a nil nil today. Like we were, we were always we were always going to get a goal, um, or we were always going to be looking for a goal, and ew, we get and. <laughs> A massive overdue slice of luck, um, with in the in the in the goal. But that's been where's that been for the last few weeks where we needed the rub of the green. But oh, yeah. tell me about it. Yeah. So no, it was good. But... It was good. It was it was it was more than. Um, sorry, it was it was less than we deserved. I felt like we deserved more from our performance. I thought I thought the team was so good. I thought they were set up fantastically. And I thought they carried out the game plan really well. What do you think, John? Do you think a point was deserved? I mean, uh, the two teams that were playing, it looked like Taunton were the team that were going to go and win it, especially in like the last like 10, 15. That again, we looked like the team who were on top and deserved the three points. But at the end of the day, we got one. We'll have to take it. Can't really complain. One is better than none. And we've scored a goal in the league. Yeah. Again, can't complain yeah. about that. That The boys will take confidence from that because they performed well. Didn't win, but didn't lose. Don't lose your home games. Just don't. You know, if you can't win, don't lose. I've said it once and we'll say it again. Keep saying it. Gonna be honest, I did like the finish for Worthing's goal. Though I, I thought that was a peach of an absolute header. Oh, the looping smart. header! Yes, yeah, over everyone and into the yeah. top of the goal. It was really nice, and it was the, uh, Rich's reaction to Morgan's goal would made me laugh. So he was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, I literally went Andy Gray. I went, Dylan Morgan, you beauty." <laughs> <laughs> But we didn't see the massive deflection it took, but Laura will carry on. No, no other deflection. I didn't didn't, know. didn't see that live because just one view and done, obviously. The thing is, I say this all the time because from when you're commenting, and obviously you get this, John, you're watch you're literally watching it like you're a video camera, because literally you're watching the ball. I can only describe it as like you're playing FIFA. You're literally you're watching the ball go. And how many times this season where you've told me, oh, something's happened off the ball? I haven't seen it. Yeah. Because I'm panelling all the time. I'm trying to follow what's going on. And something might have kicked off off the off the, off the pitch or whatever. I don't see it. But I didn't realise that until watching the highlights back 
um, there was a massive deflection. But at the same time, if you don't shoot, you don't get that deflection. It doesn't go 100%, in. 100%. So we, fair play to it. Dylan for taking the chance on and paid off for him. I, I felt like in the last 10 minutes of the game as well, I, I really feel like Dylan like stepped it up or at least tried to step it up, tried to make things happen. Yeah. Whether that was taking people on, whether it was progressive carries up the pitch. Um, so when he's sort of 25 yards from goal, exactly, buy a ticket to the lottery and, and see what happens. I love the position that Dylan plays behind the front two. Yeah, I think he's... when he's like when he's playing like that, his best game when he's done that, like playing behind the strikers, is the Tombridge game where what? he was Somehow. different crazy. Yeah, um, unplayable. We, we as as a team, we were so good that day as well. That was a that was a good day. The shame all games can't be like that. That was nice. Yeah, right. <laughs> he honestly, he's just a different KFC gravy. He really is. <laughs> KFC. <laughs> I brought it up again. Um, but should we talk about? the most interesting, entertaining part of the game. Which wasn't the game itself. It wasn't the game. What was it? It was... I don't know if you noticed this, ads, but basically when the game finished, because the re- the ball went up for five minutes of injury time, um, <laughs> someone got... I can't remember now who got... Someone went down in injury time and the referee should have added on the two minutes that the player was down injured for. Didn't add that bit on. So... And then the ball goes out. I think the ball goes out of play for a throw. It's in a dangerous attacking position for Taunton. The ball goes out. The ref tells the players to hurry up. So as soon as they throw it, he blows for full time, even though we should still technically have another two minutes. And, and we're in a attacking position. In, in a very attacking position as well. And as soon as he blows... You can see the frustration in all of the Taunton players. There's a couple of them that ran right up to him and shouted. I'm not going to say names because I don't want to end up in trouble. No. um, A couple of them were proper, proper shouting at the ref, to which the Worthing players went in, had a go back, and then it, of course, led to a scrap. So, from what I can remember, Jarv got himself booked booked from it obviously you got a red card during the melee no um uh, yeah. Yeah, got, yeah, yeah 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 was it so he, his he red card second... in the melee or was it because no 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 didn't the ref get him out of the changing room and book him afterwards yeah for the for the part he played right. whatever yeah. he, he was second yellow after the game for his involvement or whatever because it was so confusing with the melee that he couldn't tell who was the referee's branding cards to because Worthing had one and we had two. I think they had two. I think they, they? they might I have think... had a, another one in the same situation that it wasn't on the pitch, so we didn't see it. Yeah. But I heard obviously... after the game that there was four red cards. It was just it's interesting. Wow. The ref brandished a red card when he's surrounded by all the Taunton players. All the Taunton staff, yeah. all the Worthing players, all the Worthing staff, the stewards and grounds people all on the pitch, and he chose a red card. And we're like, and who's that for? We don't yeah. know. We can't see. Everyone oh, is yeah. there, and he brandishes a red card without even pointing as to who it's for. How is that helpful? In, in the view of providing a balanced opinion, 
Um, <laughs> I, had heard, I, yeah, yeah. I had heard that the referee had said on the pitch this throwing has to it, it like if you if you throw it short I'm going to blow the whistle. Oh wow, really? I I heard he said that. Like I I didn't hear the referee say that, but I've heard from other people that the referee said that. Regardless of that, from from where the from where the ball is, the the ball is in, now in a more dangerous position after the throwing than it is in the, in the thrower's hands. And if you blow the whistle there, it's an incredibly tough decision to sell. And I've I've spoke to referees in various levels. They all come back to the same thing: you hints or or X, Y, and Z, whatever. Um, I just don't think I just don't think people are going to be like, yeah, fair enough, all right, you got that one right there. Just just from where it is on the pitch, the the minute in the game, you, you just as it's thrown in, the guy's going to take one touch and hoik it in the box. I, I don't know. It's it's always a it's always a a minimum of allotted stop. A minimum is that's what yeah. comes over the tannoy. That's what the laws of the game say. A minimum of X amount added on at the end. It's just tough one, tough mm. decision to uh, to back up. I think. Do, do we know if Jar's suspension and Rob's suspension are in for this weekend? I don't know. We haven't been told anything as of yet, so I'm guessing we don't know. I well, I'd imagine with with any other red card, if you were sent off in the game, you you don't necessarily miss the next game. You, I think it takes like a week to process. So if you played Saturday, if you got sent off Saturday, you could play Tuesday. I think it's some weird, weird rule, weird thing like that. Yeah, Rob um, might so be touchline ban, but with it being Saturday to Saturday. Yeah, not sure. I haven't, I haven't heard. To be fair, I, I don't. We could know. have a special guest on the radio on on Saturday if Rob's got a touchline ban. <laughs> they might have a stadium ban. <laughs> come and see if I'm off. Well, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on the radio. He's... What game? What game did did we have before when he had a touchline ban? Because <laughs> he, he went up into the media gantry, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. St. Albans, what thriller! <laughs> I remember watching the highlights on YouTube, and you just see him like absolutely, like pumping his arms in the last in the in the second goal or third goal, whatever it was. Um, class, yeah. Only in non-league would you get that. <laughs> yeah, you can't see like um, Eric Ten Hag being up on the media gantry going <laughs> <laughs> shaking the scaffolding. <laughs> Love it. Is there anything else to talk about on the Worthing game for review? No, I don't think so, mate. I, I think a point. Should, I think we've covered all bases. Oh. I think it's a good point against a good team. I'm just going to say one more thing. It's going to be a shout out to Coffee Blue because it oh. was really, really cold. And that hot chocolate, oh, that was absolute banging. So, big shout out to them. hot chocolate from Coffee Blue. Absolutely amazing. While while we're doing shout outs for hot chocolate, the is it the pasty boys? Yes. They 
provided me with a free hot chocolate. Ooh. Wow, get you. Post post match. Um yeah, apparently they didn't have enough to make a whole one. And uh did I want one? Just just timing. Um and I was like, yes, thank you. So I drank that in the car on the way home. Yeah, I had a gingerbread hot chocolate with all the works from Coffee Blue, as well as a turkey brie and cranberry bake. Oh, it was oh so good. Oh, doing that again against Lauer. What a time of year we're about to enter. What oh. a time of year. Love it. So, that's where we're all done. Shall we move on to Saturday coming? Or wait yep. till we spawn? What are we expecting? The long trip. Oh, I'm, I am really annoyed that we're not going to be home in time for me to watch Doctor Who. <laughs> I'm going to have to be on the bus and watching it. We Can we sit and watch it together on the iPlayer? Yeah, maybe. Because I had I did have to... Do, do, do you want me to leave now? Leave you two to it? <laughs> yeah, we're going to yeah, gonna get on nerd on. Yeah, you um, Eastbourne. Yes, not Doctor Who. <laughs> um, it's a long one, isn't it? Very long trip. We've got to go past Brighton Stadium to get there. Do we? Yeah. Yeah. Go on, the LMX. It's, it's such a long one. Oh. Thing is, as well though, we've got to go Bridgewater, Bristol, M4, M25, and down and across again. Unpopular opinion, but I would rather do that than the 303 and A35 or whatever it is. Yeah. I know it's, I know it's a bit longer, but it's twisty and turny. And I can tell you now, is there a, is, is there a service station on the A303 that has KFC that will take a coach? Because if they're in, I ain't going that way. There's one when you come off the A303 onto the motorway, there's fleet services. They've got Solstice Park. Solstice Park, but do they have room for coaches and stuff? For a coach. That's the yeah. thing on the 303, isn't it? It's coach parking. Yeah. End of the day, we'll... As long we'll as we get KFC. It's, it's a long one. It's going to be a long one. And wrap up warm, boys, because the bath on Saturday is absolutely Baltic. 17 oh, pairs of socks in my bag. I haven't got... Oh, don't don't start yeah. on the whole missing out thing. I wear that new hoodie that I that I didn't get, and that 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 coat that I haven't got. Ideally, I wear that. There is another thing that you don't have, Adam. That me and Matt, me and me, Max and Rich all have. Just a... hang on a minute before you tell me that. Before you tell me that, just understand that my heart is already broken. <laughs> like I just think about whether you. Nah, don't even think about it because I know what you're gonna do. Just tell me. Just <laughs> me, Rich, and Max have all got high vises. I don't care about that. So yeah, it says Taunton Town Media Team on it. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I don't want to wear that. Why not? It it's pretty cool. We've all got one, and you're left out. <laughs> I'm not part of the media team. You want to be? I think you passed the test today. Yeah. What's that? You, you can do the you intro. The <laughs> I'll do the intro. Yeah, sing the theme too. <laughs> Write the theme. Write the theme tune. Sing the theme tune. <laughs> Do you know what? He's 
go sorry now, Adam, go on. You had something to say before I did. No, I was I was gonna gonna make a make a joke about high visits, but carry on, let's talk about football seeing as we're on a football podcast. <laughs> yeah, because we never <laughs> go off on a tangent ever. <laughs> no. What was your joke? Come on, I want to hear it now. No, it, it, it's moment's gone. Honestly. Well, you you killed it. Um, I think regarding Eastbourne, them losing for one last night to Torquay is going to be even better for us. In what sense? They're going to want a reaction. They're going to want a reaction, and I think we're going there knowing how well we've played recently against Welling and against Worthing, that we'll be up for it. I, yeah, you... I, I can see where you're coming from, 100%. I, um, this will be the, is this the, apart from Welling, because we played them in the trophy, but I think this is our first team that we've now played twice in the league, isn't it? It is. And if memory serves me correct, the first game, we won the first game, didn't we? You won 2 1. Yeah. Tight affair. So, yeah, Eastbourne are 20th in the league. Truro, 21st, have four games in hand on them. Five games in hand on them. My maths is shocking. Five games in hand, they're a point behind. So, they, uh, they're definitely looking over their shoulder at the moment. And they haven't won a game in five either. So, they're going to want a reaction for not only getting by Torquay by looking for things on Tuesday. Is that one for the swear jar? That, yeah, 100%. I'm not letting that slide. Uh, he yeah. said it twice. He said it twice. That's one for the swear jar, Richard. That's oh. two, John. Actually, I need to own up. I need to actually own up. This is going to be three. It's three because on Saturday, because I was so annoyed that it was... 10 to 3 and I didn't have a team sheet. Yep. I said today is pee poor. What is so, that? So Yeah, let me off by saying what, it. What, let what me is, off. What now I'm not, not letting you off. <laughs> We're trying to drink. It's urination poor. <laughs> urination poor. Please There's make that title. title. It's urination <laughs> poor. <laughs> Oh, yeah, oh, I'm so catching good. Max up. I'm now on. So, are we deciding if this is 50p or a quid? I, I was tenor, thinking, isn't it? I, I was thinking, like, if we can do like some sort of uh, punishment. So, not like paying money, but like something like the hot chip challenge or the world's hottest gummy bear or something like that. Not for that. Just as actual punishment because. Paying money just doesn't actually affect anything, really, does it? Just no, go, it doesn't. We just, we just like give it away the or punishment. something. But like an the actual punishment. punishment, like an actual, like um, you have, you have to be the mascot for the day, mascot <laughs> for the last home game. If oh, can we? We have to ask um, <laughs> Kev if we can do that. If Max wins, he or... has to turn up in a full fitting kit. <laughs> I, no, because we have to sit with him. Is that saying <laughs> if you win, you have to turn up in a full yodel? That's doable because it's right there. 
<laughs> and the thing is, if um, Rich wins, he can pick one of his many 30 clubs that he supports. <laughs> John, hey, what? I'll wear a Weymouth shirt if I win. Oh, I've got that on audio recording. Right. Uh, but yeah, get I'm back on topic. Going back to it. Back on topic, without me swearing. Um, they're going to want a reaction after losing on Tuesday night. <laughs> Getting stuffed. I I heard they were urination poor on Tuesday. They night. were urination poor. Absolutely. <laughs> they were totally urinaled. <laughs> oh, I've oh, got Jesus. I've got picks now for titles. I'm loving it. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, they. Um, I'm trying to bring it back. I'm trying my hardest. I, just a, just a, while we're talking about league position, Tottenham Town currently reside in fifteenth of the National League South. Yeah, which is obviously a little bit down the league when we were first. I don't know if anybody made any. We were first. We, we were first. Yeah, did you not know? No, we, we were first. We were first for a little bit of time. However, Braintree are in seventh, right? That is the last playoff place. We have three games in hand on them and we are five points behind them. Yeah. Man. This league is nuts. Mental. Like, literally mental. Conversely, we've played the same amount of games as Truro, who are in 21st, which is the highest relegation place, and we are six points ahead of them. Uh, they also have three games in hand on Braintree, and they're 11 points behind them, so they win all three of their games. Like, if you go on a run, if you go on a three or four game win streak, you're you're in the mix. You're you're right up there. We saw we saw Farnborough do it not too long ago. Hampton and Richmond are currently... Are they still on that run, or they were on that run? They they're were, top of the form they're table. Top of the, they're top of the form table, yeah. Uh, just... <laughs> You can ju- you just put a run together, and you ju- you can jump like eight or nine places wow. in this league at the moment. Talking of form, yeah. Sorry, looking at Hampton and Richmond, they are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games unbeaten. Hey, Rich can oh, do math. Rich can do counting. Yay! <laughs> eight games with Rich. Yeah, they're on. They're on a good run. Did that run start at Thornton? No. No. Start at Haven't. So we're not to blame. Oh, yeah, they they are flying. Yeah, fair play. They um so they, going... I, I would love to know. So they go on. I was gonna say, I was gonna say going back to Eastbourne, what's everyone's score predictions? Do you have Max's? I've got it written down. He says it's gonna be two one. And the goal scorers be Grimes and Lucas. That's Max. So I want both of yours. I thought uh, I thought Lee Lucas was going to score on Saturday. To be fair, he picks up those little places on the edge of the box, doesn't he? And releases an absolute thunder strike. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go one nil win. One nil win with scorer being with scorer. Being, I like Nick Grimes. 
I like Rhymes. that. I like that. I can see it from a set piece corner. Richard? I'm going 3 0. Oh, buy your tickets here. And you're going to be even more shocked. I'm going to, I think. Jarvis Nat, Hattrick. Nat is getting a brace. Go on, Nat, Nat Jarvis. He deserves that. I think Nat's getting a brace. And I think Pops will come off the bench and grab the third. Love that. That's very reminiscent of Tunbridge, to be fair, isn't it? With, it is. With the brace and Pops coming off the bench. Yeah, yeah. But it's a plastic pitch. Also reminiscent of Tunbridge. Yeah. I'm. I was gonna say two one as well, but now Max has stolen that one, so I'm gonna go two nil. And I'm gonna say it's gonna be Linton to get the first, and then we'll get a bit of a scrappy game for the rest of the game until ninety plus three. Up pops Zach Smith with a belter from outside the box. And Rich going, yeah, beauty! And John turning Rich down on the microphones. <laughs> <laughs> so that yeah, is, that. that's Eastbourne all covered. And then if we move over to the following Tuesday, we're home. We love a home game under the lights. Oh, we're playing Slough, aren't we? We are playing Slough. I thought we were playing Slough. Slough, yeah. <laughs> Slew. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your no answer, isn't it? No. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> that. <laughs> Can I have the long answer, please? Slough. Should we talk about a bit about Slough? Slough at home on a Tuesday night? Yeah, let's talk a bit. I mean... Where else would you rather be? They're also doing pretty well in the form table just recently. The third in the form table. Yeah. Which means they, um... I have to go one of two ways. Up or crash. I think well they're not they're not suffering from um an FA Cup hangover, by the way. Because obviously they took Greensby to a replay um in the first round and lost seven two. Yeah, they were smacked up, didn't they, to be fair? Um Yeah, they were Although they were done them a disservice there because Grimsby scored like three goals in like I think it was like 81st, 86th and 87th minute. And I think that was like five, six, seven. Knowledge. 81st, 85th, 86th. There you go, look. Adam knows ball. True story. (laughs) Got the result right last week, didn't I? My arm flying. Yeah, first time. (laughs) Yeah, 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 after that they've beaten Farnborough in the trophy which is a hell of a result, by the way. Yeah. Is Farm Farmer one of those teams I think to look out for this season? Um they beat Haven, which isn't hard work, to be honest. And then they beat in Braintree. So yeah. Some good teams, isn't it? Some good yeah. some good scalps that they've got there on their on their run. That was just um Yeah, they they are they're gonna be Tough opposition, so it's two tough games. I think going away to Eastbourne and then having Slough at home. I'm glad we're at home, though. Yeah, I don't want to go Slough yeah. on a Tuesday night. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a, for them as well. Are they full time? I don't actually know much about them. 
I think they might be full time, you know, or not. I don't think they are. I could be wrong, but I don't think they are. Didn't they lose in the playoffs last year? Again, I don't. Uh, I swear. Uh, Google slew it. St Albans lost in the playoffs last year, didn't they? Say that again, sorry. St Albans lost in the playoffs last year. They did. Um... Is that the playoff final? They're a semi-professional football team and they're nicknamed the Rebels. No, I know why I think they got to the playoffs because BT Sport last year had a couple of games which were Conference South and Conference North and they played right. Ebbsfleet and Ebbsfleet won the league at Slough. Ah, oh, okay. So that's why they were on TV. Yeah, I can't remember it now. Of TV and Slough Football Club we're on National League TV Tuesday night. We, we are. are. And first, you know what? First, first time what, this season. Do you know what National League TV do when they go to a football match? Provide they, commentary, hopefully. They don't provide commentary. <laughs> they find the, the home team, see if they're providing commentary, and then plug on to National League TV. Is that right? So, Richard, what does that mean for me and you? TV debut, my friend. TV debut. Peacock's radio on the TV. <laughs> who needs who needs Nev and Carragher? <laughs> yeah, all the gear, no other idea. Do you need a uh, <laughs> do you need a resident analyst? Yeah, you need a third microphone. <laughs> I'll just shout. I know Max said he did have a spare, so if he brings that one on the Tuesday night. Yeah. We have three microphones going. Go get on, boys. Do you know how we did against Slough last year? Uh, uh, we played football and we played football. So last it. year we beat Slough two-one, and a certain D Morgan scored a ninety-first-minute winner. That is right. Yeah. With Jake Wannell getting the first. Yes. Well, to be fair, that was my score prediction going out the window then, because I said 2 1 on this one. You said 2 0. No. Oh, for the Slough game. You're doing predictions for Slough as well. I was saying that was my prediction, was going to be 2 1. Oh, you were going to predict 2 1 for Slough. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm still going to go 2 1, but I'm going to change one of my goal scorers. I'm gonna it's not because it's not gonna be one all because he's not gonna score. Yeah, for say, it. You, can't, you can't have him. <laughs> yeah. So I'll go for Austin Booth. One all's replacement. Ooh, with a header from a corner. First for the club. The Van Dyke of the League. Love it. The, the non league Van Dyke. And then just to tie things back, we're in the 93rd minute. A D Morgan's gonna pop up <laughs> and score a well Not your 93rd minute winners. I do love an injury time winner. You can't beat it. Tuesday night, Tuesday night under the lights. If we score a stoppage time winner, there will be a hell of a roar. Hell of a we're on the pitch. Hell of a good noise. We are absolutely on the pitch. Limbs everywhere. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one nil on Tuesday night. One nil. Hopefully to the home team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Goal scorer. 
I'm going to go Joe Guest on Tuesday night, actually. Oh. Guesty. Go Guest. <laughs> <laughs> and Pax oh. has got a one-all prediction, and he says Linton's going to score. So, Adam, you're the final one for prediction. Come on, mate. You got, you're got on a roll at the moment. I like one-all. I, I won't lie. Because... If you offered us four points right now, I think. No, I'm going one nil. One nil, same as Richard. Copycat. Yeah. Is that what Richard's scoring as well? Yeah. Did anyone say two one? Yeah, me. See, this is, this <laughs> this match is last. All right, I'll stick to my gut. I'm going. I'm can, going one all. Nick... No, I'm going one all. I'm going to stick stick to my gut because that's one what all. I initially thought. One all. So same with Max. Uh, <laughs> who scored? Who did he say score? He said Linton. I'm gonna say Ross Stern. Stern. Lovely. I see Richard's on his phone as per normal. No, I'm looking up news actually. So bear with me. What Taunton news? news? I am looking at Taunton news. Yeah. Okay. Well, Where'd you get that from? Uh, well, I can guess what you're going to talk about because I've got a list written down here already. Oh, go on then. Sorry, I've just seen the message pop through. That was all. John, do you write everything on a whiteboard? Yeah. They're remarkable, aren't they? Anyway. <laughs> so. Uh, Love it. To talk about, we've kind of mentioned the bar upgrade. Yeah, fair play to that. That's awesome. It looks so much better now that it's actually got like decals on the wall and definitely loads more seats for people in and actual people in there. Love it. Do we need to talk more about that or we covered it? Do you reckon? I think we've covered. covered. Okay, then we can go to. The announcement of Truro game being rearranged to the 6th of February. That a shock to yeah. everyone? No, not really. Um, a lot of games, to be fair, I guess this has popped through tonight that have been rearranged. Um, obviously, Slough, obviously Tuesday. Um, Western, 12th of December. Torquay, 19th of December. Um. Yeah, just a lot of Tuesday games against localish clubs coming up. To be fair, so our December starts with. Let me just get the calendar up in front of me. So the second of December, this Saturday, we play Eastbourne. Yep. The fifth, we play Slough. Yep. The ninth, we play Farnborough. The 12th, we play Western. Yep. The, the 16th, we play... Haven't away. What did you say? No, we're away. Haven't, haven't away. The 19th, we play Torquay. Boxing Day, we play Yeovil. No, sorry, I got that wrong. 23rd, we play Tunbridge. Boxing Day, we play Yeovil. New Year's Eve, we play Yeovil. So we have one, Nine games. two, three, four... We have nine games in December. Counting with me again. Yeah, nine games. 
<laughs> I'm not very funny, right? <laughs> give, give a Premier League team nine games. Every gaffer in their in their press conference is saying, "Oh, we need to protect the players. Oh, there's too much football." Too much. Else. Yeah. They've got like rehab centers. They've got all these things out their training ground. Whatever. You've got half the league here that are that are not full time professionals, and they just get on with it. They just do it. And that's you know, what... it's two it's two games a week now to the end of the year. Fair play, isn't it? That's going to keep Peacock's radio busy. It is indeed, isn't it? And I don't think Rich is going to make all of them. The analysis team probably paid our probably won't. <laughs> Mental. But the, it, what it does pose, like we were talking about earlier, if you can do what Hampton did or do what Farnborough did, Slower doing it now, and win two, three games on the trot, you ain't got to wait very long for your next game. The amount of momentum you can build and get on a run. Imagine those nine games. Nine games. Say we say, imagine we win five of them. All right then. Win five. Win five. Draw two. Draw draw three. Whatever. Like that's eighteen points. If you can average two points a game for the next nine games, you're you're right in the mix of it again. Between you two, then let's run through the fixtures and just say win, lose, or draw. Eastbourne Saturday. Win. Win. Slough home. Win. Win. Farnborough home. Win. Draw. Can you see what I'm doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest. Uh, nah. East, East, Eastbourne, Eastbourne win. Yep. Slough. Slough draw. Farnborough home. Draw. Win. F- uh, Western home. Win. Win. Haven't a win. 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 Torquay at home. Win. Draw. Tunbridge at home. Win. Win. And then the Yeovil double. Draw. Draw. Lose. Draw. I'll take a draw at home. I'm, I'm thinking that there's going to be a biggish crowd going to get behind Yeovil and that's just going to spur them on. But then they come back to our place and be petrified. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going defeated against Yeovil. Clip that. Oh, I love that. Clip it. I mean, I'm That's... just going to. Yeah, clip it. Well, and what? What if you're wrong? What's the punishment? Don't matter. I'm not gonna be. I know, but hypothetically, if you were wrong, what's the punishment? No. Why do we do here? But some maybes, John. To make it more interesting. <laughs> uh. There's no punishment because I'm not directly involved in the result, am I? Yes, um, you are. Because you do the tactical I... analysis. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> I lay the tracks for them to drive the train. So if um, you don't lay the tracks properly, the train derails, so it's all on you. <laughs> no, I mean, don't lay the tracks and I don't drive the train. Um, no, I, I think it would be very pesky of us. Absolute Emil Pesky to go there, get a horrible, and I mean horrible, scrappy draw, and then come to our place New Year's Eve. Everyone's sort of thinking, "Oh, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> Wake up tonight!" And uh, Taunton. I, 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 
I can see I can see I can see two one alls or two or a nil nil and a one all. There'll be at least one one all to be on the pitch. Love that. I do think I've I've, I've thought about this a lot. I do I I just oh that feeling. If you could give me one one game this year where taught and win one nil. It's Boxing Day. So would you, would you rather uh, win? Would I? Would you rather win at Yeovil or at Taunton? <laughs> Same for you, Richard. Me personally, at Yeovil. Me, oh, me personally, yeah, definitely at Yeovil. Come on, if Taunton were to win, Richard, either the home game or the away game, which would you prefer? Oh. Right, I'm going to take my Yeovil like fan hat off if you like. I would, if we were to beat him at Hewish Park, I think that would just just to see that they're not fans, but it goes to see the keyboard warriors of Yeovil just kick off. Do you know what I mean? It's how petty they can get. Like, for example, they've lost their last what? They lost when they lost, lost their last. Last two games, and they've already starting to say the wheels are coming off. Um, they're still like seven points clear, but the wheels are coming off, yeah. Um, I would prefer to get something at Hewish Park, to be honest. However, I think because there'd be more Taunton fans, hopefully, on New Year's Eve. To walk away from uh, Wordsworth Drive, sorry, someone's at Caravan Stadium um, with something on New Year's Eve. I think that's going to be good, to be honest. But to shut up a lot of annoying, <laughs> nickel, yogel keyboard warriors, it's something at Hewish Park. As long as, as long as they're experience. better. As long as they're better than both the cup games last year, I don't really care because they were both awful games. Yeah, they weren't fun to watch from either no. perspective. It was a, two very scrappy games. Um, talking of Yeovil away on Boxing Day. Oh, this is that's nicely done. It's like Segway. I've almost planned it. Yeah. Oh. Segway. Um, there is the away travel people, which also known as Starkey, has organised a coach to take you from Taunton to Yeovil. So if you did want to get on that, save you from driving, it will cost you £10, which probably spend the same amount on fuel, to be perfectly honest, and then that's parking good. and everything. That's good, isn't it? Right. That's class. That's class. So if you did want to get involved in on that, you can go onto the Taunton Town Sports page on Facebook or the official club website. They've got the whole thing on the news section. Get on there and get it booked up. Because why wouldn't you want to? At least that way you can carry on drinking. <laughs> what else are you going to do on Boxing Day? Football on Boxing Day is great, isn't it? 
I love football yeah. on Boxing Day. There's, there's, there's only two things you should do on Boxing Day. Sleep and watch football. It's probably the best football day of the year, isn't it? Absolutely. Turkey sandwich and football. All the leftovers in Asani and then off to football. Cannot beat it. Love that. Any other news you've got going on, Richard? Um, Yeah, just a couple of bits. Um, So, got to give a shout out to... um, Shane Thompson. Don't know if you guys know him. He uh, goes to quite a lot of, um, home and away games. He um, has just become the national Blackpool pool champion 2023. He's just beaten Dan Davey 7-6 in the final. Um, and when you say literally just, as in that's as we're recording near enough, yes? I believe so, mate, yeah. That's unreal. That's incredible. Look at us doing good timing for stuff that happens. Live, break it. We are Fabrizio Romano. <laughs> Fabrizio Romano. Here as it happens live. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was his name? Yeah, Shane? Shane Thompson. Shane Thompson. Yeah. Honestly, challenge him to a game of pool. I, I, don't bother. I don't think I'm going to do that. Yeah, no. It's, no. it's a very easy no from me. I'm bad enough playing with my friends down the pub because none of us are that good. I'm not playing someone who actually does it for a living. Um, just looking at what other news there is. Oh, yeah, the only other thing that's come through. Um, have you seen uh, on the Somerset County Gazette website about the group of fans who are going to travel to 162 grounds? This... I have seen it. That's, that's impressive. Unreal. That's unreal. They're going to do it all before the end of the season, aren't they? Yeah. They, um, I read this on... Did I read this on Twitter earlier? Matt, yeah. Taunton Town supporters drive to 164 football stadiums for charity. What a, f- like, what a phenomenal idea. Like, fair play for doing it. Uh, I'm just trying to see what charity it is. Uh, three Children's, Town. Children's Hospice Southwest. Good cause. Um, three Taunton Town supporters set off from their hometown late on Tuesday night, heading for Newcastle to undertake their first leg challenge to visit all 164 clubs in the top seven divisions of the Football League. Wow. Um, it's Jack Scadden, who is a Taunton born and bred and lifelong supporter of the Peacocks, collected the car on Tuesday and uh, are being sponsored by Somerset County Sports. He, him, uh, Shane Jordan, Keenan Blight, and uh, Jack are all going to start off on Wednesday morning at St. James's Park and hope to be completing their marathon challenge for Taunton's final home game of the 22-24 season in April. That's... Can I just say, boys, if you're listening, I know a good podcast. Yeah, it's going to say, keep okay. you entertained all the way through. To be fair, if, if they're already listening, they know it's a good podcast. <laughs> Uh, they might see holes in our horror. <laughs> like and subscribe for more. Give us a five star review. To be fair, we have got a few five star reviews on uh, Spotify. And three. I did Spotify wrapped today. So did I. Words is my fourth most listened to podcast. And considering we only started seven weeks ago, that's pretty good. 
You're the one who loads of times on repeat while you're sleeping, listening to us talking. Controversial. Yeah, that's Spotify. You do Apple Music, do you? Yeah. Oh, boring. Uh, Always one, and you're always you being different, Richard, isn't it? You know, I've got to be, I? First, you don't turn up to games. Now you don't use Spotify. I know. (sighs) Shocking. Other music streaming platforms are available. Amazon Music, that's a thing. <laughs> Anyone got anything else? We're gonna I start think we... We've covered club news, I think. Yep. Anyone got any questions? Richard, have you got a question? Just a random one that plops in your head? Only one that I asked in the group chat yesterday, random non-football related question. I bought yesterday evening, I went to um supermarket ending in SCO. And I bought myself some pot noodles. If you were to buy yourself a flavour, what would it be? I wouldn't. I don't like pot noodles. Oh, uh, Adam's naked on the screen. They're yeah. nice. Thank you, Terry Atkins. Yeah, Adam's got his naked. Adam's got his naked nudes out. That's Adam's nice, nudes mate, on that. screen. Adam's, Adam's naked nudes. nudes. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who Terry Yaki is, but he makes good noodles, especially when they're naked. <laughs> the, but no, the... that was only reason because I really fancied one last night, and I got myself a sticky rib. What are you doing? You're trying to get it down. It's up, up to you. <laughs> Um, but yeah that's my random question of the week I um, had one I put in our group chat the other day which Adam took about half an hour to answer ask this question a good question let's do it properly what I was doing I was being naughty and editing football manager and creating me and my friends on it as in the best plays in the world everything rated 20 apart from aggression so they don't get sent off all the time. And I was like, guys, if you were playing football, what would your position be? Now, Rich and Max answered really easily. And then Adam was like, oh, wow, depends on this, that and the other. I'm like, all right, if you were playing now and the team was built around you and you're in the position you wanted to play, oh, wow, I'm not sure. So I'm going to ask it again. Adam, what position would you play if you were playing football? Firstly, oh. <laughs> I don't talk like that. <laughs> Secondly, it depends. <laughs> oh, it depends. Um, no, I, I, I would like to play holding midfield in a team that has eighty-four percent possession. And so I don't have to do anything uh, apart from just spray balls around left, right, and center. Uh, that would be that would be my ideal. I, uh, I, I'm not very good at football, but back as a kid at school, I would always try and turn up and be involved. And the games I did play, um, I was either right back or right center back. Were you right back um, in the changing room? I should have been because I still <laughs> to this day, when I see 
um my former football coach like PE teacher um he still laughs at me to this day for the fact that I have a school record which is what and that I scored a hat trick of own goals in one game oh, oh no <laughs> um only we you. lost we, we lost 12 nil um <laughs> oh, God. our school team was urination poor <laughs> because we, i think over five years i think we only won one game did you go to school in san marino <laughs> <laughs> um no we played like the best school in taunton and um we played and it started to snow and i used to wear glasses playing football so i used to be like Edgar davids and i had to take my glasses off because it was snowing that much one of the goals i've gone in for a slide tackle and i've carried on going and the ball's gonna end up with me second one's come off my head and the third one has basically been like a pinball around and it's come off my ass <laughs> I literally want our keeper, um, bless him, who sadly passed away since. Um, he walked off after like six nil, I think. He walked off, had enough. Just had enough, yeah. Fair enough. Don't blame him. He's probably freezing as well. He, he don't need to do that. Yeah. Well, I usually go as a left back or left wing, mainly because I got a left foot. You know, good one. I am left footed. I'm a lefty. Oh wow! So that's uh, yeah. That's why I always got put on the left side, just because everyone else was right footed and want to go up front. Modern day football, John, you'd actually play on the right now, so you can cut inside and open up. That Modern inside day channel. football, I'd be dead. <laughs> I would not be able to catch up. Like I said a couple podcasts ago, Nick McCoo would outrun me. <laughs> I wouldn't want to get in a foot race with him. Well, I wouldn't want to get in a race with Pops, i tell you that. No, I don't think no. I'd want to get a race with Rob Dre either. Jesus. No, I can't no. run. <laughs> my my dream. Do you remember um do you remember AC Milan of like I don't know, like 2003, 2004? Um I love AC Milan, but that their team, they had like a, a diamond in midfield, and they had Andrea Pirlo at the base of that. And he just wouldn't move. He would just op- operate in like a 10-yard box. The ball would come into him, just press press resistant. You couldn't tackle him. You couldn't take the ball of him. Just pop it off left, right, and center. And then he'd turn, pick his eyes up, and play this diag. And I remember like being coached, and the coach said to me, who's your favorite footballer? And me being really cool and trying to be like, oh, yeah, look at me. I'm edgy. I said Andrea Pirlo. And he went, oh, yeah, what do you like about him? And I was like, I like that he doesn't run. <laughs> I, like this, I like that he doesn't move. And I was trying to be a bit cheeky and whatever. And he went, well, do you know what? The game moves enough around you. So if you're smart enough, you don't need to move. And I was about eight years old, and it stuck with me. And I was like, that's fine. I'm not going to move because I don't have to. Because if I'm trying to be good enough, I just never will. And the amount of times then when you're like, when you're 20 and you're playing in a park and they're like, your gaffer's on the side, he's got a fag in his hand and a beer in the other and he's like, why aren't you running? Mate, I don't, don't want to run. Andrea Pirlo don't run. Yeah, but he doesn't play in a park, me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. 
That would be me. Yeah, to be fair, Perlo is a good one to idolise. Didn't you see Perlo, Adam, when you were in America? Yeah. New York City FC. He was, God, I don't know how old he was. 30-something. Old enough. 37, 38. Played in midfield. Um, At David Villa up front as well. And there was one game I went to watch. New York City. Nothing looks good. I went to watch New York City FC play Chicago Fire. And Pirlo started for New York City. And Bastian Feinsteiger started for Chicago Fire. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, David Fear was there. Frank Lampard played. Pirlo played. Jack Harrison actually played for New York City FC. Plays for Everton now. Mm. Was it Leeds and... Name dropping. Yeah, they, they they had a good team. They had a good team. There was a few um, really good pros in, in the MLS at that time, like coming to the end of their career. Mm. Yeah, buzzing. Anyone got anything else for today? I don't think so. No. I think we've um, called that I think our little sound timer has come to an end, I think. Yeah. Uh, Adam, Before, as a new man, do you want to say us off? Or have I put you on the spot? What, what do I need to say? <laughs> All right, I'll say it. I'll, I'll do. We'll get Rich to say goodbye this week and then you can do it next week. Oh, no, 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 John, because I'm not here next week. Oh, Go on then. Sign us off then, Adam. Well, everybody, thank you for listening to episode seven of the Wordsworth Weekly. Your support is greatly appreciated. And any questions, please drop them to the club. It's goodbye from me. This goodbye from these two. Little slice of peacocks in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs>